0: what is going on squad i'm so grateful for you guys who are tuning in today and welcome to the rise to action podcast your number one online trainers podcast and i'm your host chris paragini now let me tell you what this is all about i'm an online fitness coach i own my own gym and this podcast is for those who are looking to overhold their mind and body without dumb diets and unsustainable workouts i'm looking to help change a thousand people's lives through fitness My goal is to get you to understand that fitness is beyond just a goal. Now, while going through this fitness journey, I want to give you an insight on the struggles, the sacrifices, and what the journey actually looked like. Now, through my client success stories that is backed by data and countless client transformations, I want you to feel strong and sexy again, and you, my friend, could be next.
1: Welcome to another episode of Rise to Action, in episode number 55, we are simply going to talk about the summer is coming to an end, right? As we're setting new goals, you know, new responsibilities are coming into play, we're having to create new habits, kids are going back to school, just more responsibilities are coming up, right? And in this episode, we are going to talk about banishing body dysmorphia. Now, before we get into the episode, I ask you guys drop a subscribe button if you're new to the show, leave a five star review. This is gonna mean the absolute world to me. This is gonna be how you can support your boy. And e- an easier, I don't know what the hell's going on, an easier way to also show love and gratitude for how these episodes are affecting you guys. You can screenshot each episode, tag me and I'm gonna repost it. Now, quick update, I am currently eating in a surplus post-competition for me. So what this looks like is I simply started with eating four meals and doing two shakes and adding in carbs to each meal. Uh, um, my four solid meals had a cup of rice and this is coming off an entire month of no carbs. So calories are a lot higher in a surplus and within the first three weeks I was 100%. I was able to go to a cup and a half of rice with each of my four solid meals and carbs still with each shake. So strawberries, bananas, and it was absolutely cool. And the game plan was then to, within the next month, potentially go up to two cups of rice. But my ankle got hurt, and it kind of slowed me down a little bit. So I have tendinitis in my left calf, an injury I sustained during prep. Didn't even know about it, actually. Didn't even feel it at all until I gained 20 pounds in three weeks. And let me tell you, I was so excited to see 171 pounds as I never have been this heavy in my life. Um, I never really could get over 155 pounds, believe it or not. So, and this is after show, so during that month, you know, and, and getting in, like, the last month of the show, I was super lean, I was in the best shape of my life, and um, then... I got a bit heavier now, and it brought me back into the past where, like, I hated my body, right? So it was this constant battle, past, present. And I just got out. It brought me back to my past of, like, just being in the body cast from the waist down. I looked like I essentially survived the Holocaust. I was just bones, and it brought me to a moment where I was in a version of myself that I was fighting, right? I was fighting to find the positive in my body. I was fighting to see, like, you know, how my life was going to unfold. Where we're at now is like I was a fight against like this heavier side of me now. And I, I, in both stages, didn't feel too confident. Like during prep, you know, I also had a moment, you know, my last two weeks out, you know, I stepped on the scale to do check ins for coach and I was at a weight that I haven't ever been in, you know, since like high school. And the same feelings crept in. It was negative. It brought my energy down. I didn't really enjoy what I was seeing in the mirror, I didn't like the reflection. This brings us to this image of body dysmorphia, right? We all go through it to a certain degree. And the biggest thing I see is society today has fed us these stories that by losing weight, us losing weight, it's going to make us look better. And not too many people are focused on us feeling and actually looking healthier. See, it's hard to see the positive if all we have been taught and seen online is super negative. It's like as clients come up and, you know, come into the built from within company, it's like, you know, all these clients have been told, you know, that they're too fat, or they've been chunky, or don't eat this, or you're going to get fat. Don't eat carbs past seven, or you're going to get fat, or you don't look good in those, you know, jeans. It's like all these negative things you've been told from, you know, past experiences with family members or, you know, friends or whatever that is, right? And if you're in this season of your fitness journey, your life might be a little difficult. I'm going to try to help you out, right? Body dysmorphia is very common. It should be something you can overcome. And, I feel this to be true because it's a feeling and feelings come true when you believe the story. Now me, I'm not a body positive person, I'm not on that movement and it's simply because like I see, you know, I coach clients, over 100 clients. And you know, there's a lot to do with a client being overweight and it ultimately comes down to the decisions they made which affect their weight. And allowed them to feel this way and those people then need to start just taking responsibility and ownership of the bad habits and learn to create new ones so when it comes to that topic like i believe in body neutrality which is like i try to keep, teach clients like what is your body actually doing for you like and like why because at one point in my life like i was told i was never gonna walk i was in a wheelchair you know i i i thought that I would be happy with my body even after that surgery and you know fast forward a couple years later after that surgery like I had to learn how to walk so my perspective started to shift and then after learning how to walk I found the gym and it truly did save my life because I enjoyed it I, I learned that when you treat your body with love like your body can do some amazing things like learn how to walk. So just as much as you guys practice your faith, your affirmations, this positive self-talk, you also need to practice your feelings around your performance in the gym. Like how many of you guys actually celebrate your wins? Like this little celebration of your win, like a small little Instagram post or a small little Instagram story of you talking about it, starts allowing you guys to leave those bad feelings behind like start looking at your performance just as much as you practice your mindset techniques and rituals like the problem with which i see clients new clients coming on is like they run into body image issues like and because of that they don't actually end up seeing results long term it's because the story never changes like hear me out if you had quote unquote a fit look through restrictions how would your self-talk be how would your energy be? And how would your life look if you lived a fit look through restrictions? It's gonna be very negative. It's still not gonna be very positive. You're quote unquote, you have the look that everyone wants, that everyone would kill for, but you're not even happy with it. So what was the cost? So it comes down to your image you have of your body and you deciding how worthy your body actually is. What allowed me to find my worth and change my perspective is, again, at one point, I was told I was never gonna walk again. At one point during that time, I saw how my future was gonna look and I saw the the feelings that it caused of me being in a wheelchair and I saw that I was gonna live a very different life and I knew that going down that route, my life was gonna be very dark. Because I knew that I had so much to give to the world still. So I cared for my body because even now, like, I know it's damaged. But my body does its absolute best every single day. Like, if you guys can walk, if you guys get to do cardio, notice the verbiage. If you guys get to work on yourself, then your body is doing the best it can. Your body's a motor. Some of you guys got Ferraris. Some of you guys got Nissan Sentras. So every single workout, so every single meal, so every single gallon of water you drink, it's helping you feel better. And your body and it's treating the motor and making sure that your motor is taken care of. Now, with body dysmorphia, 98% of your body, 98% of the time, your body is doing its job. But you're allowing yourself to self-sabotage. You're not taking accountability for your actions. Like an example of A really good example of this is like a pregnant woman. She just gives birth, right? The defect to this is stretch marks, right? Then your body goes through hormonal changes and physical changes. The result is you brought life into this world. You gave birth to your bloodline. You have love. Your body did that. That's an amazing thing. That is literally one of the most amazing accomplishments that like humans can make. And yet... You are focused on how bad your body looks. How bad is you know your fitness journey? And oh my god, I have these stretch marks. And you're so focused on the negative. You living in that state is just you're literally subconsciously saying that your child is ugly. And oh no, like I would never. No no no. Subconsciously, this is what you told me. Like you fail to realize how powerful your body truly is like you need to recognize how important this is and looking at your body for what it actually does versus what it isn't doing and what you have not yet done or what you don't have right your biggest problems aren't always things you can fix but it's the mindset shift that needs to happen like you need to be able to dance in the mirror in your underwear like I have some rockstar clients who lose weight and that's such an amazing accomplishment, but then they get hesitant to lose more because they see loose skin. So then the negative stories and the negative self, you know, doubt starts to creep in like, in other words, it's like <laughs> on a fitness journey, like you lose, lose one old body that you picked apart. And now you have a new body that you're also going to pick apart this new one. So it's like the game is always going to be a comparison game. The faster you can understand that is the faster you can you know, acquire true happiness. Like true happiness with your body, it comes from a place of gratitude for the amount of work that you've just put into it. So if you're struggling with this, you need to have compassion for what your body does. You need to have compassion for what your body does for you and how it allows you to be able to do everything you do on the day-to-day. Ask yourself the question.
0: What is up, squad? If you guys got value from today's episode of the Rise to Action Podcast, your number one online trainer podcast, then the ask is simple. Hit the subscribe button, share it to your Instagram stories, and like this episode. Now, if you look and start your own journey, go to my Instagram page, at hit the coaching application in the bio, and DM me the word RISE. I want to give you the necessary tools to permanently overhold your mind and body without dumb diets and unsustainable workouts. My mission is to transform a thousand lives. That is it. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. This is your host, Chris Faragini. Peace.